Welcome to NFL Mayo. I'm Luke. I'm Aiden. It's game week. I'm so fucking yeah. excited. Game week, like literally at the time of recording right now, like less than 24 hours, like 23 and some ch- change, I think, some cheddar. Yeah. What's a kickoff, some, 720? I have to assume, yeah. So. Yeah. So it, wait, Five. is it going to be on Amazon? Prime? Yeah, Prime game. Ugh. What a way to kick off the season. We with kick that off the season on Prime. That bung cast. I Luke. know they should do us a favor. They should throw us a bone and put it on like NBC for the first week, and then, and then like I don't know, toss it along. I so like I don't want to bury the lead. I want to talk about the game and all that, but I think it will be kind of important to highlight a little college football before we go full NFL because one yeah, form of football you. did begin in a very real way last weekend. And that was the noon kickoff with a primetime Deion Sanders, his son, and his other uh, self-proclaimed son, Travis Hunter, who is him, going out there and upsetting the college football champion runner-up TCU last year. Good Lord, what a game. I'm so glad I tuned into it from start to finish. I want to say one thing. I'm not a fan of the roster-building strategy that – he employed i think it potentially can impact negatively the lives of the players he basically jettisoned from that program uh potentially causing them to not get the education they thought they were going to get that deserves to be talked about but i mean deny this man's success at your own peril holy shit he's he talked his talk then they walked their walk and now he's gonna fucking talk the talk again and he's coming for people if they say look i think it's totally valid to critique the roster building. I don't really think it's valid to question the man's credentials in terms of performance, coaching or playing. And Travis Hunter is one of the best players I've ever seen. I've never seen a player do what he did both ways in 110 degree heat. I am 100% in agreement with everything you're saying, except for I think it it could be logical to critique Dion's credentials going into the season right it's only one season as a head coach at jackson state correct i guess what i'm saying is his success uh within the realm of like football games you know what i mean like he succeeds in anything he touches so like i mean i'm not sitting here and telling you i was doubting him but the best way it's just like unprecedented isn't the word like like you said we've never seen anything like this for a one win team to to knock off to, to knock off a ranked tcu a ranked team that was the runner up in the national title last year um, that, that alone is just the craziest shit imaginable. Like the kind of thing you do on, like when you're creating a dynasty on NCAA back in the day, like it's yep. just beautiful. And you're right. I gotta say, is... that's what he's doing. Luke, he literally oh, yeah, went sure. there. He's like, we want to play the good teams. Shops, he brought in all of his guys portal. Ugh, it's crazy, man. Um, college football rocked on. I mean, it was the whole weekend. There was multiple days in a row, even, culminating in uh, Monday night's game, which was Duke versus Clemson, which was another wild upset. Duke absolutely beat the brakes off of Clemson in the second half. It wasn't even close. The players weren't clapping Dabo up when they came off the field on the sideline. They were giving him the cold shoulder. It's everything I love to see. Dabo's downfall since he ranked Ohio State 10th in the college football playoff ranking. Remember that? When Ohio State then played them and beat them? Since then, they've been bad. Like, compared comparatively relatively to what they were um ohio state eked out a win notre dame won 
I actually think Notre Dame's got a shot this year against the Buckeyes if we don't shore some things up on the offensive line. I don't have too much more to talk about college, but I we had to lead with Dion and the Buffaloes. We I just mean, had to. The fact that I'm excited to watch a Colorado Buffaloes game is insane, and I will be tuning in. And I saw I mean, like, and a stat I saying be. like the cheapest Colorado ticket was like twice as expensive as the cheapest Chiefs ticket tomorrow. Like, like I, I sw- so whoa, the hype is real. Granted, I'm sure there are less seats at CU than um, Arrowhead, but the hype is real, uh, and it's well paid for, um, paying off in dividends for everybody that's there. I hope it. I hope it continues. I hope they go fucking undefeated. I hope it's a freight train. They're gonna I hope beat it's the Alabama. Shit I, I hope Nebraska. it's Saban versus Primetime, dude. Like in the, in the natty, and I want Saban to go down. Like, they do commercials <laughs> together. They do Aflac commercials together. It's cool, man. The whole thing is super cool. Um, and yeah, I mean, as a Notre Dame fan, like you mentioned, it, things are looking sweet. I mean, we've only played, um, we haven't played ranked opponents or anything yet. Some Navy and then Tennessee State, but I'm interested to see what we're going from where we're going from here. It looks like they're having a lot of fun and have found their identity. So Trump's gonna attend the Iowa Iowa State game, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I think this weekend, and he. I saw a tweet where someone's like, never forget when he went to the like army Navy game. And he was quoted as saying, honestly, not the best quality of football, <laughs> which is oh. such a funny line, such that a is. funny line. Could you imagine I need to find that gif? Yeah. I need to that find is that gif. So funny. Okay. Let's get to the real ball, the professional league. I'm so dude, Luke. We are, everyone's like, we're one sleeps away. Like we're like little fucking kids. Like it's Christmas. And maybe it's, it's tomorrow out, though. It it's does. Tomorrow. It does. It does turn grown men into children. I mean, it, it, till our till we're old and gray, we're gonna be idolizing and looking up to these like twenty and thirty somethings. Uh, like you know what I mean. So it, it is a weird little. It's like us playing with dolls or like something. I don't know, man. In a weird way, like it sounds. I mean, they are up, super humans. The older I get, the weirder yeah. it gets. Did you ever ask your dad about that? How it felt? You know, um, no, not really. I don't remember specifically asking about about that um about that dynamic and i don't think it it's, honestly, i've always been curious about it just in about my gut how it is as an adult i don't think it affected him whatsoever my dad looked up to these guys with childlike wonder like my dad's taking we photos can too. of like toby gerhardt and matt asiata and shit like you know the what weekend I mean? so, too. why not that's how i feel uh, yeah totally um and i am i'm absolutely excited i i'm gonna fucking i'm like planning out my pizza order already i'm like locked the fuck in i'm gonna be watching pregame all day long taylor's probably thrilled to fuck that she's not uh that she's working nights right now because uh, <laughs> sorry i am just saying you it's paused, gonna be you paused perfectly there yeah uh that she doesn't have to witness just how excited i am plus We've got a Madden League rocking, me, Aiden, and Brad doing a connected franchise on the PlayStation. And Um, surprisingly enough, Brad drafted what I would honestly think 9 out of 10 dentists would recommend as the worst roster amongst us three. Yeah, real stinker. Real stinker. Now, he might be the better Madden player. That's it. He's like, huh, I guess I'll take Trevor Lawrence number 10. Uh, I I guess. He's, He's taking these players and being like, as though he's doing us a favor, like, you know, it's like, it'll be more fun for him to like, it's like picking the weak starter in Pokemon and then beating all the gems. We're the gems. That's what it is. Uh, he's collecting gems on his infinity me. gauntlet. 
He doesn't frighten me for shit. I'm gonna beat him when I play him. Okay. I'm scared. He's so friendly, the, and then all of a sudden, that to the bank. we'll be playing him, and then I'll be like, "Oh my god!" I, I, he'll when be he sees me trot out C.J. Stroud at quarterback, and then Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, and Jackson Smith and Jigba as my three-headed receiver monster, I think he's gonna have second thoughts. Okay. You don't have Fair enough, enough defensive backs in the fucking world. <laughs> Fair enough, Aiden. Luke, tomorrow night. The Kansas City Chiefs play an NFC North divisional opponent, the Detroit Lions, who are being highly touted. Speaking as of a hype breakout. train, <laughs> you, you yeah. know what I mean? They are on full blast, just coal in the engine hype train. And I, man, like they already have the issues Boy, with players being suspended, with wide receivers being hurt, uh, thin at certain positions, thin on the interior of the defensive line. They're going to go and get their asses kicked, in my opinion, tomorrow night by Kansas City without Chris Jones, mind you. And I don't, I don't even think it's going to halt their, their hype train. What do you like? We can get to picks and all that, but I, just cause it's tomorrow's game, I want to spotlight it a little bit. No, I think that's, I think all of that's fair. I mean, this is, this is the kickoff. It's a coveted slot. It's the, you know, it's, it's, it's here and then it's the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like, and, that's awesome. It's really, really, really exciting. So the Lions hype train definitely will not slow down. It will not stop chugga-chugga-chewing. Even if they uh, get blown out lose. tomorrow. Yes, I'm with you because it's the Chiefs. Like, if Mahomes yeah. – Mahomes it's – like it's like Michael Jordan. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, if Mahomes, like, is there and present, everybody can wave that off. Um, and they'll they'll still be like, well, they can do damage in the division. And people will be locking in on that Bears-Packers game to see what you guys look like. Um, and stuff. So, you know, I, I also am with you on the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are going to beat the tar out of them. Without their two of their the other best players, because Kelsey yeah. has inflammation in his knee, which just and came out today. People are talking like Goff's going to be like MVP level Goff. Like when he was in the running with McVeigh, people are talking like um, everything's going to click and the lions will make a playoff appearance for the first time. Or is it a playoff appearance or a playoff win? Hasn't happened since 91. Like literally hasn't happened since I we've been on this appearance. earth. I think it's appearance. I mean like since we've been on this earth. So you can look into that if you want, but I mean, the thing is they're going to play a, a Kansas city team without two of their top weapons, their best defensive player, their best receiving weapon. And I still think Patrick Mahomes is going to dice them up. And I think he's going to highlight some of their flaws. They still have a young secondary, even though they brought in some talent there. Um, this is a team in the Detroit lions that has a very good offensive line. And we would think they'd have a solid running game to prop up Jared Goff. And we know that he works best off of a successful running game and play action. My problem is they don't really have an established tight end with Hawkinson going to the Minnesota Vikings. By the way, since our last podcast, Hawkinson got broke off a chunk of that funky stuff. Yeah. <laughs> he's the he highest really paid tight end now, which I think is wild that he's making so much more than Cole Komet. I'm, I'm okay with it. They're investing, um, man. They really believe I, that. I get I mean, why they did it. He had a pretty it. huge year since coming to the Vikings last year. Like his, I his don't numbers think were he's pretty a, nuts. I think he's probably like the fourth or fifth best tight end, but that's just how it works. Like when it's sure. your time, you, you play, set it. You you play your cards. Whereas right. I think Justin Jefferson is so established as the number one guy. Did you hear that? It did. 
Like it makes more sense for for Justin Jefferson to get the number one at his position. But I get it. I'm not going to critique the Hawkinson deal too much. This is all to say you go from Hawkinson to Laporta, their rookie tight end for the Lions out of University of Iowa. And while I think he'll be good, it takes a while for rookie tight ends to mesh and to gel and to find their footing in this league. And that's an issue I'm going to see with the Green Bay Packers who are going to roll out two rookie tight ends. But past that, their only receiver of note is Amon Ra St. Brown, and then all their other guys are hurt or injured. So I'm not sold on the Lions being the runaway favorites and the eventual chomps. I'm, I think that this game will go a long way to show us how competitive they're going to be against good talent. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with you, dude. Um, if they win the division, that would be something that hasn't happened in a very, very, very long time. I think maybe, I think maybe, that's the last time the Lions have won the division. Ninety one, they were twelve and that four. That is fucking crazy. Like, I'm like, I'm pretty sure. That, so, good for them. They did appear in the playoffs in 2016. I think it was a one and done. Um, and they what? almost went to the playoffs last year. But I, you know, I think Stafford went one time. Okay, you know, when you said it, I was Schwartz. like, did Stafford go once? I, that was my first thought. Um, mm-hmm. But whatever. It immediately went out of my brain because I was like, I don't remember them doing anything, though, making any noise. Nothing of note except for Megatron. I mean, that's just how it was. But they did have, like, I remember them putting together, like, a 10-win season or something like that. Um, good for them. I, I Look, man, I, I, I'm thrilled about it on one hand. On the other hand, I prefer the Lions to be pitied, not feared. Um, that's the way it's always been. That's the way I'd prefer it to be. Um, it's kind of fun when they I know that good. is the case. It, I mean, it's kind of fun. They split, they split it with us last year. They're very, very scary. I think a lot of people are afraid to play them. But at the same time, I'm not going to put all my fucking eggs in the lines. That's crazy. Vegas would say that's crazy. Although I think they're favored to win. So Vegas wouldn't say that. Against the Chiefs? Favored to win the division. I think they have a oh. 41% shot. Well, well, we already gave our division picks. We know I have the Bears winning it. We know you have the Vikings winning it. Skull. So, Luke, let's talk Hard Knocks. You have watched the episode, and then let's go through some picks this week. And then while we go through when the topics hit us in the face, we'll bring them up. Sure. Yeah, I mean, the Hard Knocks was a pretty, um, I won't say dissatisfying, because it was still lovely to watch, but I would say it was a very anticlimactic ending uh, i think the structure of yeah they the set pre-season. it up like those little fish right. head shampoo bottles no tears yeah <laughs> i think the uh l'oreal i think that the kids. the dealio is the structure of the preseason now only being i mean they did get four games but i think the way it's structured also the way they structured hard knocks this year which was just a roger suck fest which is okay and i would thank do you too. for saying it thank you uh, for saying of it. of course uh, i mean hey man and guess who's there loving it me like it, it's amazing and you should you should you have hd access to one of the all-time greats in, in, in new york city you have to do it um and I don't blame him for that. But at the same time, it's sort of the only season in the history of Hard Knocks that is almost centrally focused on one player as opposed to having like a handful of players that you care about, fringe players, cut days matter. It doesn't matter here. Uh, and it doesn't. It ends up not mattering in the people they set up. They set up a couple people in the very end of like last episode, I feel like. And then 
they sort of pay him off, but they do like even the cuts on on this episode are cutesy. They bring in those two receivers that they are like they do the documentary thing like do you love this animal? They're in peril. Like you know what I mean? And <laughs> like yeah, and it's like I do, yeah. And they bring their both those receivers in and do this cutesy. They do it one at a time like yeah, you've done everything right and yet like doing the all shucks and and then they're they like the but fucking that's... fake out. Yeah, they fake both of them out. Like it's that. really stupid. And I'm like, all right. And then Rogers is like, oh, that's my friend up there. My my friend is here. He we played at Cal together. We saw a UFO together. This is one of my friends. What else? We, Marshawn? Whoa, we played together. Saw a UFO together. He's like got his arm around his friend. He's like, uh, what else? And his friend's like, uh, a bunch of stuff. And I'm Who like, oh, guy? you guys, just some dude that played at Cal. Um, it's it's like fucking. Rogers boy I don't know and they did and, and I'm he like, was this just is... there and then yeah he's just there at practice and then so Rogers is like they sit Rogers down in the talking what? heads and have him tell the story of how he saw a UFO and that's like longer than it needs to be it's very boring it's like it's cool if it's true it's cool if it's not true I mean whatever I wouldn't waste time of hard knocks on it but um do you that, I almost it, feel it like I need out. to go watch that now it fizzles out Rogers says that they like we had this nice dinner. We're at his house in New Jersey, and then like you know, we're trying to get to sleep early, and then we hear the I hear this noise, and then he's like, they his friends heard it too, and they're like, he's like, then we see this, they see it whiz across the sky or some shit, and he's like, <laughs> the unmistakable sound of fighter jets following after it, shooting after it, or something like this shooting? whole thing, and I'm like, dude, I swear <laughs> to God, this is what he says, like, and it's like I'm sitting there like, yeah, I mean. I I get baked. I love it. Like it, Yo, you know what I mean. They so, love Aaron Rodgers, like, and they're all just grinning. And anything. now their eyes yeah. are glassing over. Just wait yeah. until he gets very, very fucking rigid, and the locker room starts to fracture because he's actually a narcissist asshole. Just wait until that happens. This he's year. a lot of fun. I don't know if it'll happen. I mean, like I don't know if that'll happen. I I think I think we have more of a chance where he like mirrors the Tom Brady to Tampa Bay format more than it mirrors um, like Favre to New York jets or something where, you know, eight and eight arm fizzles out or something. I think, I think it has a more chance to succeed and go do the Hollywood ending. I can see that. However, Tom went, however, Tom went to the Buccaneers. They were loaded similarly but they they had the New Orleans Saints in the division, competitive. The Falcons were ass. Carolina was not good. That's a bad division. It's a great, Atlanta's it's a great point. defense, bad. Carolina's defense, bad. Saints defense, solid. Whereas, he's going to go to the AFC East, which is possibly the strongest conference in the NFL on paper right now, with an outstanding defensive front in Buffalo with a defensive head coach outstanding defensive talent in front in Miami with a defensive coordinator who I have a lot of respect for in Fangio and the Patriots have a defensive minded head coach in a great front and they're all playing the right way. And you know how the new England Patriot defense plays. That's all I'm saying. I can see I'm specifically thinking that offensive line. That's all they talked about negatively. And to the point where they were like bashing them on live television. If that offensive line gets hurt or falters and we know Makai Becton gets hurt and he's like their best guy that they're talking about right now. So we'll see what happens. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I cannot wait. I'm excited to have that storyline to feast on. I'd rather, I'd just rather have this than 
pissed off Rodgers in Green Bay and a will they won't they for a whole year. This is it. Baby. Oh, this is <laughs> this way is... better. Trust me. Ooh, I'm just I'm just trying this is to a balance sizzling out fajita plate coming toward us, Aiden, and we're sitting there wide eyed. We're ready. We're ready to devour it. Dude, I had a funny little sketch idea the other day when I went to the Mexican restaurant with D. Sketch me. And the sketch idea was something along the lines of I think you should leave, where it's like a guy is trying to like it could either be like another dude he's trying to impress or it could be a girl he's like trying to say how he's like a uh oh what are they uh, like a detective uh private private investigator shit and he's like trying to show him the ropes and he's like so we're gonna do an exercise at the restaurant he's like so what you're gonna want to do is like you're gonna want to make a low profile you, you already dressed up too much he's like they're fucking looking over here and then the, the, the person's like i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm not the best and the next thing you know he's like okay it's fine he's like just eat chips not too loudly everyone eats <laughs> chips and then all of a sudden a fucking fajita plate comes mm. in and then mm. the tim robinson character's just staring at him and then the person that they're trailing looks over and everyone in the restaurant because everyone looks at the fajita plate yeah, so it's, a, it's, it's a the ultimate bring attention point. to you and i think that that could rock on a skit uh you know oh my god dude i go to this a, I love it. B, I go to this place now that is like not, like a literal obsession. Anybody that comes by goes now. My mom had it once and now like is ravenous for it anytime she comes to L.A. Salsa e beer. You mm. know what I mean? And it's fucking they, my, when people get fajitas there, it's like you're literally just like oh, it's I like you're wearing a gas mask or something. No, you like like salsa and beer, but it's e because it's Spanish. E. So you know what I mean? Um Oh my god, dude! Like you're coughing at the table. It's like you're in a Catholic mass. There's so much in like smoke and, and inhalation and whatnot. It's mm. it's amazing, and and you enjoy it. You know what I mean? It's like the more you cough off the fajita, the more delicious it is. It's it's the same. One of the waiters comes through swinging an ornate like yeah. pendulum's mm-hmm. motion of a fajita plate. Just mm-hmm. <laughs> they, it they is, come literally. up and they put a warm tortilla. This is the body. I'm like dad. <laughs> you're, you're back, dude. I'm just saying, I think fajitas are the ultimate non-conspicuous food choice in a restaurant. Because yeah. you can't yeah, not would, look at the fajita fact, plate. Yeah. So you got to mm-hmm. make a sketch off that. It's just too easy. I got to like, find like a way I'm to at, make money yeah. off of this. If I'm if I'm at Texas Roadhouse and somebody orders the Bloomin' Onion, I, I'm craving my do. neck. I'm craving you know my I do. neck. But it doesn't make the noise that a fajita plate makes. Dude, there was this period where I just got out of the military and we went to Texas Roadhouse and I ate so much bread rolls in the uh, their special butter and I got like a 12 ounce steak, like ribeye steak and I also had the Bloomin' Onion. I literally thought I was going to fucking die while these people were like square dancing around my table. I used to fuck off. It's the American dream. The, just to fuck off over the bridge to East Peoria and go to Logan's Roadhouse when I was feeling naughty. Logan's is also very choice. It was very fun. Yeah, it was good times. My girlfriend might be home. King Dedede. She usually isn't here this early. When she Kirby villain. I think Pippin's just a goon. Okay, Luke. Hard knocks, kind of anticlimactic. We knew that going yeah. in. I got through like half the episode. I think I might have got right to before they pump fake the receivers. Maybe. Um, so care. I'll probably finish it. But you know I'm a working man now. I got I got other stuff was, going on. Okay. It was way better to have the finale of the. I'm very proud of you having a job. You're a working man. Thank <laughs> you for contributing. Um, I was way more fun last year to have 
them asking Dan Campbell what he thought the Lions would be. Like, what's a word to describe the Lions? And he did the OG Sat Mitch McConnell. Sat there for, like, 18 like, seconds he, straight. He OG froze. He, he was the first one to be like, boop, boop, boop. Dude, you're right. Except, no, not fair, because he he looked like he was thinking, at least. Like, no, he, he did He not. did. Go back and watch it. He went through a variety of facial expressions. He, like... Still too much dead air. That's editing. No, Wait, is right. it one take? I think it's all one take. All right. Whatever, Mitch. But still, that's Mitch a very Campbell. funny very funny reference. We don't like Mitch McConnell. All right. Let's talk some picks. And as we get through it, there will be Pick insights. Me. Luke, we already talked about tomorrow's game. Amazon Prime, Thursday night football, 7.20 p.m. kickoff. Kansas City at home at Arrowhead against the Detroit Lions. I have Kansas City. Yes, uh, me as well. It's, it's going to be a Chiefs, I think, even if they have a little rust to knock off, Andy Reid played them all through the preseason. They're ready to go. They're raring to go. Not that the Lions won't be, but uh, I, uh, do you they think they'll bring Chris Goff Jones the back? Is that not happening? Like, is I don't he think back? he's going to be back in one day. I hope he comes back. Da, 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 Dude, that'd be so cool if he just came out tomorrow and they're like, they done need deal. to after Kelsey's hurt. Yeah, they need to just fucking pay him. What are they doing over there? Like, who the they fuck have, cares? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know what their financials are like. Luke, who am I to pretend? I didn't like Kelsey at like pleading with him like publicly, like on his podcast or whatever to fucking I, take I, less I, money just because Kelsey doesn't have a fatty like Hawkinson. When it comes to this matchup. And when it comes to Kelsey specifically, I'm not a fan of that. I'm a fan of players getting their money, and I don't think it is like a player versus the fan base situation when they're doing this. It is a player versus the ownership. You know what I mean? It's not the player like Chris Jones is trying to fuck over their chances. What? Yeah, Kelsey said silence, brother Frederick. Now is not the time (laughs) to be covetous. It's a very deep meme reference that none of you will know. Um, we've given you all of the treats. Silence, Frederick. Okay. No, now is not the time to be covetous, Mr. Jones. We've talked a lot about this game. I'm very excited for it. It would be super cool if Chris Jones got like a raise to the extent that he'll come out and play tomorrow. I would actually He's going like to show up like that. Bill Murray in Space Jam. I'm He's been you. heavily linked in trade talks to the Bears, and I'm not 100% against it, let me tell you. He is... Come through. The thing about Chris Jones is he might have the worst pad level of any defensive lineman I've ever seen that's good, and it, that. it doesn't that. matter. He stands straight up, and he just slaps people out of the way. So, anywho, Aiden and Luke have Kansas City. Now, getting to dun, the dun, Sunday dun, slate, dun. starting at noon... I'm going to be sitting on my couch with coffee in hand, probably already had some form of breakfast I made, maybe biscuits and gravy, I'm not sure. But I'm going to be ready with the food, ready with the snacks and the drinkage for this entire slate. Kicking it off, Carolina Panthers at the Atlanta Falcons. So this is a game where I'm going to stick with what my predictions were heading into the season. It's a division... Is this... Yeah, division game. Um... I am look, I don't think that the Falcons have an exceptional pass rush, but we've mm-hmm. seen the Panthers have issues. I I'm going to root against the Panthers as much as I love Bryce Young because we have their first round pick. I've got Atlanta at home. I had a hard time with this actually. I've almost picked the Panthers 3 times and then I keep going for different reasons. I'm like, "No, don't go with the rookie on this." No. Oh, Carolina's the away team. No. Playing in the fucking Georgia Dome or the in, Mercedes-Benz or whatever Chark the fuck is it is. Chark is hurt, if I'm not mistaken. 
you know, I just don't like it, man. I don't like it for the the Panthers. Um, I look forward to watching it because of Bryce Young, but I've I've got the Falcons. Mm, I like that. We're gonna see what Bijan Robinson can do in the NFL in this game. Yeah, I mean they had a nice draft. Like you reminded me of that a few weeks ago. Like I, I was like, I was singing the praises of the Atlanta Falcons like three or four months ago. So I'm I'm I want to see the fruits of their labor. I liked their draft. All right, next we have another division matchup. A lot of them actually. Are yeah, there's a lot this week. Cincinnati Several. at Cleveland Browns. I'm gonna go ahead and take the Bengals. I'm I have faith that Joe is going to be healthy enough to that the calf strain won't be an issue lingering. I have not been impressed whatsoever with Deshaun Watson since he's come to the Browns. I think that their pass rush can be a problem for uh, Joe Burrow in this game, but I don't see the Browns. I mean, I don't know. Denzel Ward is good. I still, yeah, I'm taking Joe in this one. I'm just going to go with him. I just, if, if it's got to come down to quarterback, quarterback, I'm taking my MVP. Yeah, I didn't think too hard about this at all. I picked the Bengals and I, they got I, uh, the Zadarius though. So, and you know how care. he flashed at the beginning of the year last year. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying Burrow won't have a tough day, but I just think the Browns have regressed. I really think that um, since like a few years ago. I think the Baker playoff Browns versus what they've done with Deshaun last year and and moving forward. I think that was the better version. We're we're going to the bad time. I love and that. They're gonna pay him exceptionally exceptionally well for sucking it's great i love that they're gonna keep trying to they're gonna keep trying to hero up miles garrett and try to make us think that i don't hate his guts and i'm sorry i guess i don't know him as a man but as a player and a figure in the league i do hate his guts thank you because we all know my fucking stance on deshaun watson and miles garrett completely different reasons why i dislike them and one of them i dislike much more than the other um there's something i saw that's the difference like i watched somebody be a fuck up and i don't like miles garrett and i'm like whoa and ever since then he acted like it's no everyone acted like it's no big deal well the nfl wants him to the nfl is pushing him as a as a poster boy they want people to forget yeah i mean look i've i went okay passively rooting for the browns during the baker era early um as my like AFC team to watch as an Ohio sports fan. And now it's squarely the Cincinnati Bengals. And that's just it. Like I I'm going to root for the Bengals when, when they're not playing the bears. So I, do we both have Cincinnati here? Yeah. Yeah. Next game is Jacksonville at Indianapolis. This one I did not have to think hard about. It's Jacksonville Jaguars Same. for me. Same. Um, yep. now Jaguars. I also want to mention that the trade failed to materialize for Jonathan Taylor, which resulted in them keeping him and then placing him on the physically unable to perform list. He's now out a minimum of four games. And that is the case. Even if they trade him tomorrow, he still is so fucked up. They have bungled this situation in a way that I didn't even know was possible. And to hear people capping for the owner or being on the owner side in this, I just don't get it. No, fuck. No. If Ziggy Wolf said, 10% 10% of the crazy shit Ursay has said people would be calling for his job, right? So, like, I don't know. Okay, so I hate to get this way. Um, there's, there, I see a through line of the people that talk, the people that don't make money in the lower middle class, which doesn't really even exist in America anymore. But, like, 
the people that don't make a lot of money see people on public assistance and welfare and such, and they say that that's the problem, is that person, when it's actually the fucking greedy people up top. Like, And that's where I'm at with these things. It's like the fan base sees these players trying to get a fair market value for their performance. Chris Jones and Jonathan Taylor have both performed at an exceptional top of their position level. And the, the conflict is not the player and the fan base and the team. The conflict is the player and the ownership and the GM who are not willing to pay the player for their performance. And players choose to attack, or the, the fans rather, choose to attack the player as if Jonathan Taylor is attacking the team's chances and he's the one that's the problem. How is that the dynamic? Okay, you're you're capping for the fucking ownership class. What are you doing here? No, I don't. I don't get it. I mean, like, even if you look at it as like, look at it in, in a business perspective, Jonathan Taylor is going to bring in revenue and fans. So like the Chris Jones, who you just got a Super Bowl with, is going to bring in revenue and fans. Like it's it's going to keep the engine running. I don't understand. I don't understand what's the difference between this and that. Like when it comes to a few million, when they're already spending that money, it's already happening. Um, maybe that's why I'm not in the front office. Maybe that's why they make six, seven figures, and I don't. Look, I don't know. Maybe I'm a Bears fan who hasn't tasted a lot of success lately. But isn't that the good problem to have? Is to have a good player who deserves the money that you're just not quite sure if he's the top one or top three or right. if you should pay him as the one. Sounds like a good fucking problem to have, I think. Right. You know what I mean? These Sounds owners, like... A, some of these owners take shit so personal. Like, and, and it's, They're greedy, know, so they're weird. entitled, and people are capping for them when the ownership have done nothing for you. In most cases, the players have. The players have entertained you and performed for their team. It's not jo- it is not Jonathan Taylor's fault that he said he'd play out the contract in April and then he changed his mind because of how the ownership acted and how they never brought an offer to the table. So he had to change tactic when he saw how the league was transitioning to not paying running backs. People are taking that and saying he's a fucking liar who doesn't want us to succeed and win. And it's him. It's his fault. Dude, you haven't even given him an offer. Are you kidding me? Your GM yes. hasn't given him an Dude, I don't get it, man. So I hope he gets out of there as soon as humanly possible. He deserves better than that organization. I got nothing but bad things to say right now about the Colts. Also, their general manager was asked questions about whether or not it would be beneficial to have a star running back with a developing young quarterback. And he goes, I don't know. I don't know. Was it bad for Andrew Luck that he didn't have? Did it, he say, did it, uh, did it hurt Andrew Luck's progress that he didn't have a superstar running back? And there was like dead silence in the reporter room. And everyone's like, yes, he got bludgeoned to the point he had to retire in tears. You idiot. So yeah. I'm against the Colts right now. I'm I'm anti Colt right now. It's like as opposed to yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Mustangs, I just don't like Colts. Alright. Tampa Bay at Minnesota. Luke, I already know where you're picking, and guess what? I'm right there with you, pal. I've got Minnesota winning. I think Tampa Bay's not gonna be very good this year. I I also think they won't be very good, but um I will say that it's not without some fear about Mike Evans going up over my secondary. Like it's Baker, not Baker flashes. Baker flashes and Mike Evans is he's he's gone for over a thousand yards like for like the last like 
fucking decade. The wildest part like, is he's had a 1,000-yard season every year, and every time I've seen him on my television, he was limping or dealing with some kind of a hamstring right. issue. Right. You know what I mean? So, it's like, how is yeah. he doing it? I just worry a little bit about our uncertain secondary and this all-new defense. I just want to see it, but I think, we're, I think we'll be all right. I think our offense is going to be fucking high-powered. I agree. I think Minnesota is, uh, you know, like they have the entrenched starter. I will say Kirk Cousins didn't take any preseason snaps, and I read some analytics from the last uh, offseason heading into the last season opener where a lot of the quarterbacks on teams who didn't get any preseason play lost their first week. I'm not saying really? that's – Yes, and it's like it was like a pretty good percentage of them lost. Um, I'm not saying that's the case here. I actually think the fact that Kirk is an entrenched starter in that system is going to bode well for them. But yeah, I mean, Tampa Bay is just, they just don't look like they're going to be competing this year. This looks like a transition for them. I have Minnesota. Yeah. Next week, we we have Tennessee Titans at the New Orleans Saints. This one, I kind of went back and forth, but my mind went to the fact that I didn't see Tannehill once. I haven't seen a lot of good things coming out of the Tennessee Titans, except for the fact they picked up Hopkins. I did see Carr do very well in the preseason. I do know they have a lot of talent on that Saints team. Mm -hmm. I'm taking the Saints at home in NOLA. Yeah, I uh, picked the same. We're we're great minds today, Aiden. Luke has Um, won two jersey bets in a row. This is my time, and he's picking all my picks. I'm, I filled this out beforehand, just to be clear. He looked off the reflection of my eyes into my paper. <laughs> my big, beautiful baby blues. That's how I got through bio, bio two. These are the eyes of a killer, Bella. I like that. I thought that would make you laugh out of your Coke. Is that a regular Diet Coke? Diet. diet I have diet. diet Coke. I was like, I'm going to give Coke's it a shot. So good. You know, the aspartame got labeled as a known carcinogen. Does it still have it? Yeah. It's all good. I didn't know that. There are other things that'll kill us way before aspartame. All right, we Yikes. both got New Orleans. Sorry, I'm not trying to bring you down. I got some in the kitchen. I was like, you know what? I want I want that Coke flavor, but not the 60 grams of sugar. You know what I mean? That's why I, I drink Fountain Coke, because it's just so fire. It's but... so good with the fat straw. Yeah. Okay, Luke. Next, we have the Tank... Athon, Arizona Cardinals at the Washington Commanders with the new ownership group. Uh, Sam even... Howell, I'll never live without. Look out for Jahan Dotson. That's all I got to say to you. <laughs> I got the Washington Commanders. Another thing, a report. Sorry, go ahead. Who's your pick? Commanders. Commanders, yeah. A report came out, which I feel like this comes out every year. There's a quarterback projected to go number one. They're always like, yeah, but I might stay if I don't like the I team. I read that too. So mm-hmm. Caleb Williams and his dad putting out word that if they're not a fan of the organization or how it's running uh, for the number one pick, that they will likely stay. And look, of all the times Good. for that to make sense, now is the time. When and I, when you have Heisman House commercials with active college players in them, like a Caleb He's Williams. He's on Wendy's commercials every minute of the every day. Every minute of the day. By the way, guys, I hate to bring college back up. Actually, don't. They Not only are they changing everything next year with realignment, they changed the running clock rule. So in college, when you got a first down, the clock would stop till, until the chain gang could catch up to the new line of scrimmage. They have done away with that unless it's within two minutes of the halftime in the end of game. So now it's a running clock all the time unless you go out of bounds or call a timeout. 
So the games they did, they said it was supposedly to make games shorter for player wellness. Luke, the timing of the games are the exact same length. They just filled it with an hour more commercials. Every game. That sucks. Dude. That's where we're at. That's where we're at. And everybody talked about it. And a head coach for, oh gosh, what team was it? It was a well-known coach. As he was doing his halftime exit, they interviewed him. He's like, he's like, yeah, I mean, oh, it's Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly's UCLA offense. You know Chip Kelly loved the hurry-up offense Eagles to take had, advantage. Coach when he was at Oregon, former. he took advantage of the stop clock rule. He says, look, I think we got three or four drives that half. He goes, hope you guys liked your commercials. And they didn't even know what to say to him. And he just smirked and walked away. Dude, that's where we're at. So, okay, getting back to it, Caleb Williams – Stated, Silence, brother Kelly. Yeah, he he came out and was basically like, if I don't like who's drafting number one, I might stay. And of all the times I, I could see it him. happening, players making fat checks on NIL, I get it. Back in the day, players would say that, and they, you couldn't believe it because you're not going to pass up all that money, even if you're sure. going to the Browns, even if you're going yeah, to a bad or play, team. Or, or the play baseball thing. Like, I'll go play baseball. And that's Kyler People Murray. have been doing that since Elway. I mean, Elway too, but yeah, Kyler Murray – um, Mahomes could play baseball or could have. I mean, it wasn't. The I same feel like deal, he wasn't thought of as a number one. It wasn't Elway, the same though, because he wasn't a number one. But yeah, um, sorry, got a burp. But yeah, I have the. Burp. I I still think he would come out even if it was Arizona. To be honest, I still think he'd come out. Um, so really? Yeah. Yep. I don't know. You just don't pass up going number one and getting hurt, even if you can make the money. I just don't think you do it. Unless this Arizona team looks as bad as they've looked the whole rest of the year, which is within the realm of possibility. Did you ever watch that Gannon clip that I sent? No. You should have. It was funny. I did it so well. I'm sorry. You would have laughed so. All right. So in his team meeting, he goes, "Who who took the train in today? No one says anything. It pans to the audience. Who drove? Raise, show hands. You got that fire in you? And no one's talking. He goes, do you have that fire in your gut? He's like, because I did. He's like, I just want you to know I want fucking killers. <laughs> dude, it was like, dude, and no one was giving him a reaction. What does that mean? It was weird. You have to watch it. I thought you would laugh so hard when I broke that out during Who our drove piece. over here? Quick, let me see your hands. Who took the bus? Do you have fire in your gut? Did you? We're here for a reason. Don't get that twisted. Okay, we're here for a reason to win games. So if you didn't have that fire in your gut, you better light the fire pretty fast. Be who you are. Just understand, I'm looking for killers. The head coach for the Cardinals, the guy that when he met Rondale Moore, he was like, pew, 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 pew. Explosives. Fireworks. Fireworks. It's that guy. He goes, you got that fire in your gut? Dude, <laughs> no one's talking. God, dude. dude it's so funny. Fuck. I thought uh, for sure that would be an inside joke by now. All right. Anywho. Well, now it is. You got it. We both have Speaking the commanders. Next, right. the last game in the noon slate, Houston Texans at Baltimore Ravens. Again, I am eager to see what D'Amico Ryans can do with this team as they try to rehabilitate their performance and their image, but I'm not taking anything other than Baltimore here. Yeah, 100% Baltimore. That's not even close, but uh, yeah, well, I'm excited to see what happens, but Baltimore. (laughs) 
I think Lamar's going to pop off. I, be- I hope Odell has a cool touchdown. Like, I'm ready, baby. The only game that actually fucking matters this week is Green Bay at Chicago. Luke, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers is gone. We are we are post Aaron Rodgers, okay? Yeah, Jordan Love is Rogers, an entirely yeah. beatable player. This is a team that has potentially their top two young second year wide receivers down with injury in Romeo oh, Dubs and Christian Watson. Both of their tight ends are rookies. If they can't establish the running game against the Bears early, we're gonna win this fucking game easy. They're not going to throw it on us with that assortment out there. If the Bears don't win this game, I'm going to be nigh inconsolable. Like, I'm going to be in a weird space because we have to fucking win this game. There's too much on the line. This is the year Justin's got to put it together. We brought in the talent. You have an offensive line that's good enough around you to make plays. You've got the wide receivers. We have talented running back. We We brought in way better defensive players this year. You have to win this game. I have the Bears. I also have the Bears mm. uh, for a lot of the reasons you said, uh, but it's like Fields has now had multiple seasons uh, with mm. starter experience under his belt. Uh, people are saying this is where Fields ascends. Uh, on the other end of the on the other sideline, we have Jordan Love, who we know next to nothing about. I don't think. I I just think for week one, in the sake of consistency and experience, it's gonna be the Bears, and and that's okay. That's actually rad. I remember Rodgers when he can't like when he took over for Favre. Um, he, he obviously he was good, but he wasn't this Rodgers. It took a second, and, and he wasn't a rookie, but it took a second to 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 get everything to click into place. And I I assume even if love. If that happened to Rodgers, why would it not happen to Love? Why is he going to suddenly be perfect over there? You know what I mean? The the situation is so similar. I, After watching Jordan Love this preseason, I don't think he's as bad as I was making him out to be. I think he has talent, but I don't think he's the kind of guy that will win a game like Aaron did uh, with his own talent. Um, and though I do think they have two very good running backs, if, they, I, if I'm the Bears, I'm stacking the line. If they have two wide receivers here like we think they might, I'm stacking it and making them throw it. And then I'm I'm yeah. testing and actually no matter what, I'm making Love throw it. I'm making him beat me through the air. I'm going to blitz the shit out of him. I'm sending pressure all the time. Um I'm so excited for this game, you have no idea. It's all I'm going to think about during that noon slate. We have it's there's no more important team to play in your opener after everything that's happened the last few years, after the trajectories both teams are on, then this rivalry in the Green Bay Packers. Rasul Douglas is out there dropping quotes, talking shit, how they win every game, and they're right. It's for a while. I didn't consider Michigan to be a rival to Ohio State because we beat them so badly. But guess what? They've spanked us two years in a row. It's a fucking rivalry again. And that's what I want to be. I want to be, I'm not going to say it, but I want to be that to them. I want to be spoiled. I'll tell you. I want them to I'll fear tell us you, now. Vikings came out against the Packers week one last year, and we beat the shit them up. Oh, you did. And it felt good, and it set the tone for a really, really nice season. And because even if our season had a lot of luck involved, confidence goes hand in hand with those things. Jordan, we're coming. Um, so Jordan, we're coming. 
I'm very excited. And I'm very excited to use this multi-view. Like, uh, hopefully YouTube TV's multi-view is as cool as they say because I want to keep up with lots of games, dude. Yeah, I'm going to need you to do some of that heavy lifting because Daddy can't afford YouTube Sunday ticket until he gets his first paycheck. Oh, you don't have it. I don't. Oh, no. my God. I'm on my I'm on my mom's, dude, because uh, it's expensive yeah. as fuck. Yeah. Um, so it's that really sucks, bad. Man. Yeah, I'm so, so you're going to gonna, hear that. Well, you know, eh, things happen. But soon I'll have it. I'll just miss it for one week. Okay. Las Vegas at Denver. I'll FaceTime you in. You can watch my TV from my phone. That sounds terrible, actually. Sounds- it does. <laughs> All right. Las Vegas um, Raiders at Denver. Um, I've got the <laughs> If If Jacobs was still holding out, I might have thought about it. But I think – this tough love Sean Payton thing is a lot of him hedging his bet because he knows they're not going to be good this year. I've got Las Vegas in this one, despite the fact that I'm not a very high on the Raiders this year. What do you think happens in Denver if if Payton if Payton and Russell Wilson don't click? Who are they going to side with? They're going to get Russell rid of Wilson, Russell Wilson, right? No way. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think Sean Payton is lucky to be here. It's like it's it's like dude. They traded a first what? round pick to get him. I understand that, but they also traded a lot to get Russ, and he Yeah, sucked. but I'm they saying, traded a I'm lot saying, to get Sean Russ. Sean Payton was previously listen, disgraced they, and then went to TV. You have a great point, but they traded a lot to get Russ, and he sucked, and now they're bringing in Sean Payton. If they if Russ sucks again, they're going to say it's Russ because he sucked the year before. All right. All right. Well, I think that alone is why I picked the Raiders because I think there's going to be drama in Denver again this year, and it's going to be – I'm just- here for it. I'm here. Jimmy Dolphins at LA Chargers. Luke – I have, and get this, oh, I'm ready. the Miami Dolphins as the away do team winning this you game. You really? Oh, I do not, sir. I, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm I ready to bolt the fuck up <laughs> on this one. I'm, <laughs> I'm ready, dude. That's what people were Thin yelling. Up. That's what people were yelling when I went to Vikings Chargers. They're like, bolt the fuck up, bolt <laughs> up. I love yeah, that. Um, and I and I think it's right. I think Herbert's gonna be in the MVP conversation this year, quite possibly. Um, I think he's going to throw for just thousands and thousands of yards um, only for his coach to be a little punk and for them to screw up. But Herbert's going to rock. I got those charges. I, I mean, this is not this is not me saying Herbert's not going to do great. I just don't trust that head coach. And I don't like uh, Mike McDaniels no. very much. He's kind of annoying. I think the Dolphins are but, the fastest rise and fall that you've ever seen, dude. You think yeah. so? Maybe I'm putting a lot too much stock no, into Vic Fangio. I think that the Dolphins are I popular. Think I think that that's a popular is pick. Gonna, and when you match a defensive mind like that with the talent at their disposal, they have book-in pass rushers. They have Christian Wilkins. They had Ramsey before he got hurt. And they have they have Javon Holland. They've got other they Tyreek, talent. I mean, and then on offense, you have the speed. Yeah. It's like, dude, that's a team that's dangerous. And... We've seen the Chargers falter when they have talent. So it's not like I'm seeing the Chargers every year with talent and they're not doing anything with it. Sure. I mean, that's just the story of the like, Chargers. That's just what it is. Yeah. They, every year they're fucking loaded on paper. By next week, half their offensive line is going to be hurt. I'm sorry. That's just what keeps happening. I don't. If it's a question of health. Knock, knock on wood I, if you're saying, with If me. it's a question of health, I don't know if I'm siding <laughs> with the sorry, Dolphins. Buddy, sorry, dude. buddy. Hey, right, sorry, buddy. I, I. I tried to do a Gruden healthy, and Pippen did not healthy like Tua, it. Healthy Tua, 
with all these weapons and the defense, sure. I don't think there's a healthy tool all year, and I think the Chargers are going to come out hot. That's fair. I might be totally wrong on this one. Mm, I think Next, you're actually probably have... in the majority. The LA, I knocked on my table to do a Gruden thing, and Pippen thought the door got knocked on, and now he's fucking flipping out. You gotta chill, man. All of his hairs are up. LA Rams at Seattle Seahawks. Give me Geno Smith here. Give me the Seahawks here. Me too. Um, the Ra- Cooper Cup's not. They're playing. gonna put the Rams. Cooper are... Cup on IR. Mm-hmm. The Rams are just like, like a, a sick, a sick puppet on strings. Just a just a dead plank of wood. That McVeigh's kind of playing around with as a marionette yeah as a sort of like stromboli character i guess if they how to keep the fucked up in the head thing alive how fucked up in the head do you have to be to be a person that comes up with the idea of a little figure that you dance along on strings i mean less fucked up than Is you think a, i mean like at the time i don't know i think it takes an especially crazy mind to come up with that at the time I mean, it was probably just less dancing creepy. dancing your fingers? Just, that's got, you'd be accused of witchcraft. Dude, if, if if you showed somebody a movie, you'd be accused of witchcraft. Different time. Entertainment's weird. Dude, that would be so funny if me and you went back in time and I played them break and then they fucking <laughs> lit you on fire. Dude, I would show the them the witch. Robert and Andrews. I was just dancing around. <laughs> I'm just dancing around your pyre. <laughs> I'm just woo. <laughs> he made right. this. Let's get color. To, let's get to the let's get to the night game. Dallas Cowboys at the New York Football Giants. That's a division matchup if I've ever seen one. Luke, Dak Prescott didn't take any snaps in preseason games. Daniel Jones did. Saquon's back on that team. I think Dexter Lawrence is really good. I got the Giants. I have the Giants as well. I think there's going to be turmoil in Dallas. I think all the negative, like, uh, I consider it negative press um, of, of late is not going to be good for anybody. And Dak had a rough year, dude. I, I don't know, man. Dude, Jerry's literally just, like, literally showing himself off to the media. Like, I don't have to get approval. I can get a deal done in five minutes. It's like, hey, maybe the most most mouthy owners in the league are actually bringing in some uh, – uh, they're, like, breaking up the unity of their team a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. Jerry's maybe worth it's a lot issue. of dough, though. I, I kind of fuck with what Jerry does way more than Ursay. Like, the Cowboys are always in the conversation and, and everything else and always, like, ma- rake. I mean, they're the Cowboys. The, the Colts, what the fuck do I they just have to don't, talk about? I think like, the less vocal the owner is, the better, to be honest. Sure. Now, as a fan, it's cool to see the drama, but I'm saying and I don't think it helps your team whatsoever to be a mouthy owner. Yeah, I hear you. I just don't. So, we both have the Giants. I think that's going to be a very fun Sunday night game. And then the Monday night game is another division matchup. The Buffalo Bills at the New York Jets. What a fucking week one matchup that is. I think that game could easily go both ways, but I though I think that the Jets will falter at some point, I do not think it'll be week one. I think the Jets are going to win this. Uh, it's 9-11, dude, which is like still so crazy um that they play like we play on 9-11 like every year it's wild um but Dude, the military industrial sports complex it's all linked why do you think they do flyovers over games <laughs> it's crazy man um but the you know it, it's the two new york teams on that day is pretty cool um i really like that and i think the hype 
we've been talking about hype trains and this one is so real for me i think the jets are going to come out swinging i think rogers even if rogers gets smacked in the mouth he's going to be fucking on his shit dude he's going to be like fucking five years ago rogers it's going to be gross and you know that fucking josh allen's going to be throwing his body into defenders and the the jets have an outstanding defense josh allen's gonna seven. be fumbling like, trying to hurdle over people Diggs is gonna clock him in the face um <laughs> even though Diggs is a captain this year did you see that it's pretty cool um they're like please just take this wow. leave us alone like mista mista <laughs> <laughs> all right uh we only i have cannot two wait monday night is gonna week? be liddy one different wait you have the jets we have one different i have thing. the jets damn so it all comes down to the Chargers and the Dolphins. Well, I'm sure we'll switch more uh, once these teams actually develop and we, we know what they're about, but week one is a tough gamble. There's a handful of rookie QBs. There's um, a lot of new faces. I don't know, but I'm excited to see. I'm so excited for live football. Dude. We've waited seven months for this, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't wait. I mean, the draft was – good enough to tie me over honestly it was a pretty interesting draft uh and i'm appreciative of that i didn't get to hop on madden until late so i'm kind of getting it all in one fell swoop i woke up today and i was like oh my god tomorrow is a good day tomorrow yeah. tomorrow i love you i was like tomorrow like, what am i gonna eat tomorrow i literally was i was getting it's groceries today i'm like day picked up some wings i'm like how can i make taylor better enjoy her sunday because she likes the vikings and all but only because i do she doesn't care that much um probably finds it all exhausting she's just a great wife um i'm like i will make some i only wish d would try fry up some delicious wings that's the best way to get anybody to enjoy the day unless they are not a meat eater and that's okay too but that's what we do here but also if you're not cauliflower wings are very fire too and i would make those i would make those for you and i are they good yeah have you not had them I th- no, but I think cauliflower is an excellent stand-in for mini starches like potatoes, yeah, like yeah, totally. uh, rice, or they do like a cauliflower yeah. rice and oh, shit. Yeah. I think that totally works. I agree. I'm telling you the. You ever had a Romanesco cauliflower? No, the ones that are spirally. I have not. Dude, Romanesco cauliflower, a little bit different, more intense flavor, but very beautiful. They have like really cool geometrical Sounds spiral beautiful. patterns. Romanesco cauliflower. Hey, Luke. Have you ever had a Romanesco cauliflower? Very beautiful. Very, very distinct flavor. Look, people don't just come here for football. They no. also don't come here at all. No, they all, that's a great... That was maybe the funniest <laughs> thing you've ever said on the show. <laughs> they don't come here at all. That's true. I mean, who we, we are shouting into a void over here. Like, we could be... Hey, people, people, NFL for all people know, we base. could be, like... We could be proud boys or something. We could be, like, just, like... <laughs> we're not. We're not, but I'm just saying. We could be spewing... We're actually... We could be spewing hate or actually, something on here and nobody would know. But we're not. We're actually very progressive. It's a, it's a place of love and, and positivity over here. And if you took the time to listen through you our won't. tracks, we're actually very pro-player. You won't listen. Hey, let me ask you this, NFLMAO fan. How'd you get here today? Did you take the train? Show of hands, who drove? <laughs> you got that fire in your gut? For NFL Mayo, I've been Aiden. I've been Luke. We'll see you after we watch some live football. I love you all. Bear the <laughs> fuck down. Love to all school Vikings. Justin Jefferson on Viking social media introduced a handful of new gritties. Um, what? So go, go watch that. What is a, a new whole- gritty? 
There are new. There's about five new twists on the gritty. There's like the is it a variant? The LeBron. Oh yeah, and they're good. The reverse. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's a lot of fun. You should go watch. Okay, it. I'm Everybody, gonna watch that. You're you gonna later. go watch the video I've referenced five times. Okay, I believe that we will win. All right, bye guys.